you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 24. And in Matthew 24, it's a spring, spring uh, board verse that I use quite often. Jesus is speaking and he said, This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So, you know, if you want to get into eschatology, when is the end coming? When we get the gospel to every man, woman, boy, and girl on planet earth. That's our job. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, I'm going to do something a a preacher should not do, but I'm going to turn around and I'm going to take you through a slide presentation. We're going to just talk about three different areas uh, real quickly this morning because of lack of time. And uh, we're glad you're here. Media is the way of the future. If, you want to, if we're going to reach the world, we need to use media. I mean, we just have to use media. You say, well, why? Because you can't reach the world without it. Okay? Uh, we're building a Christian radio station soon in uh, southern Sudan. The people in southern Sudan, 16% are literate to some degree. And 15% of them, those are men, 1% are women. Okay? So if you hand them a tract, they can't read it. You give them a Bible, they can't read it. You, you, you can witness to them one-on-one, and you can win them. But how are you going to reach the masses? Radio. You say, how about TV? Can't use TV there. They don't have TVs. They make a dollar a day. They don't own TVs, and they're nomadic people. They have radios, so we use radio to reach them with the gospel. There's our verse. Let's move on. Have you heard the big lie? You say, what's the big lie? Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world. How many of you have heard that statement? Would you raise your hands? Just about everybody here. That's wonderful. That's a lie. Okay? It's a lie. It's not a fact. It's a lie. The Muslims made that up um, in about 2001 when the word got out that Christianity was spreading all over the Middle East. And they didn't know how to stop it. And so they started the lie that Islam was the fastest growing religion in the world. In the year 1900, on the continent of Africa, Islam had 20 million adherents. Christianity had only 13 million adherents. But what has happened uh, in the last 110 years, we're going to tell you in just a moment. But I want you to know that uh, Muslim scholar and cleric Sheikh Salman al-Uda from Saudi Arabia said in 1993, this is what he said, Christian missionaries are sweeping the Islamic world. Now, how many of you have heard, if you didn't hear it from me, how many of you have heard that statement before? Would you raise your hands? All right, a couple of you. Good. That's more than I usually hear. Good. They're pretty perceptive. Well, in the year uh, 2001, in December 2001, um, Alman Katani, a Muslim sheikh, religious leader, said on Al Jazeera TV something very profound. He said 667 
That's an easy number to remember. It's one more than the mark of the beast. 667 Muslims per year are converting to Jesus Christ, not per hour, not per year, per hour are converting to Jesus Christ in the Middle East, and we don't know how to stop them. That is 16,000 a day, 6 million a year, and his statement was, we don't know how to stop this problem. Well, what happened was, uh, this is what's happening. The picture here tells us that Islam is in the northern part, we're going to talk about Africa at first, of Africa, and Christianity is in the southern part. But you remember that stat going back to 1900, only a small percentage of Africa was Christian at that time. What has taken place is Christian missionaries, Christian preachers, have begun to evangelize the continent of Africa, and the dark continent is changing dramatically. So, Africa in 2010, Islam has 316 million believers in Africa. Christianity has 684 million believers. And by the way, go back to that stat, Barbara. The 316 million in Africa, over half of them are in the northern Arabic states. So only about 150 million in, in uh, the southern part of Africa. They are losing the battle. And many of them are coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ as well as in the north. So the growth in 110 years, Islam doubled, went up, grew, grew by 207%, but Christianity has grown by 633%. You are on the winning side. Now Satan whispers in our ear and he says, we're losers. But you just, when he does that, you turn around and face him and say, no, Satan, you are the loser. We are winners with Jesus Christ. He, Jesus is a winner and he's not a loser. And we praise the Lord for it. So, what's the fastest growing religion in the world? Not Islam. The fastest growing religion in the world today is Bible-believing Christianity. You must be born again. That is the only group that is actually even growing all over the world. Millions and millions of people are coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, if you understand prophecy, eschatology, you understand that we are coming so close to the second coming of Jesus Christ. But he said to us, our commanding, commander-in-chief, his orders to us were go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And I believe he's coming as soon as we fulfill his commandment and get the gospel out to every man, woman, boy and girl on planet earth. This is CRI and our influence in Africa. We praise the Lord. Uh, Liberia was our first station over on the left that we built. In Ghana, we have a television program uh, that covers all of Ghana and, uh, and all of Nigeria and a lot of other places too. We, we, we put our preacher on 
uh, in that country to reach about 30 million people, and he's reaching about 300 million people on television because preachers are bootlegging the program. Other stations are stealing the program and rebroadcasting it, and we're not getting mad about it at all. <laughs> you know, when people bootleg like that, that's good stuff. I mean, it really is. So praise the Lord. He's on the radio broadcasting in, in his hometown. Now in Nigeria, we praise the Lord because we have a broadcaster there and, and he actually is a Ghanaian preacher that's a missionary into northern Nigeria where the Muslim, uh, Muslim territory is. Northern Nigeria is Muslim, southern is Christian. And, and we're trying to push the line up Win them to the Lord. Just keep going north uh, in Africa. And so uh, we, we have a preacher there that we put him on the air and he's preaching uh, on a secular station in northern Nigeria and is won hundreds to Jesus Christ through his radio program. And just recently, and I don't even know how this happens other than God, he got on another station. He's on an all Muslim radio station. Every program promotes Islam and Allah, except for one. And this big, black, God bless him preacher from Ghana is on there preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and winning Muslims to Jesus Christ. Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to have that, that opportunity to be the only preacher of the gospel on an all-Muslim station? But he's doing it and uh, the first convert, the lady walked six miles to come to his church. And she came and got saved. The next week, she brought her husband and her family. And she keeps bringing more and more people to Jesus Christ. Muslims can get saved. They're just not being witnessed to. And we've got to tell them about Jesus Christ. So that's Nigeria. Then uh, we're building a station in South Sudan. Uh, we have a station in Uganda. It says Kenya, but it, that tower should be on in Uganda. A couple of them in Rwanda and one in Tanzania. God is just expanding the ministry of Christian radio all over Africa, and we praise the Lord for it. Now, the conclusion of the matter as far as Africa. Sheikh Alman Al-Khatani in May of 2006 said this, and I quote, the Christian movement is too big to be dealt with even by all Arab countries combined. The picture is very depressing. I fear that one day we will not find Islam in Africa anymore. Won't that be a glorious day? Are you awake? Do you see what that Muslim sheikh, a Muslim sheikh is a Muslim religious leader. And he said he sees the day if the trend keeps going the way it's going right now when there won't be any Muslims in Africa at all. Praise the Lord. What in the world's going on in the Middle East? Well, praise the Lord, the battles between Christianity and Islam there too. This is Brother Edgar Fregali, my good friend and, and uh, fellow missionary. We work many projects together. In the middle is Pastor Meher Doad, our pastor of the New Testament Baptist Church in Baghdad, Iraq. And we're there planning uh, how, how to reach 
that country with the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a map of the Middle East. Now, I will tell you, all of those countries you see in pure white, we're broadcasting in all of those countries. We have satellite uh, radio going in, satellite television, excuse me, going in and broadcasting in the Arabic language in all of that area, even the green area and the yellow area. The gospel is being proclaimed. Then, if you look over to the right, you have Michael Garmy here. Michael Garmy is our preacher to reach the Iranians and Afghanis and Tajikistan with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are broadcasting his messages into that by satellite television. He's preaching to them every week. People are coming to Christ. It's an unbelievable thing that is taking place in, in the uh, Muslim world and especially in the country of Iran, which is the most militant Muslim country there is, but it's the most open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Iranians are coming in great numbers to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Then over in Iraq, we have three radio stations and we're building three more. And uh, our first station that we built is right here in Baghdad, Iraq. And uh, New Testament Baptist Radio is on the air. One million people tune in to this station every day to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the most listened to radio station in all of Iraq. One million listeners. You see some of the folks listening there. Then uh, down from Baghdad in the southern part is Basra. We built our second station there. And Basra reaches southern Iraq, southern Iran, and Kuwait with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Then the third station we built a few years ago, we call it Nineveh Christian Radio. It's in Mosul in the north. And uh, Mosul is the new name for the old city of Nineveh. Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city. And uh, Jonah was told to do that, and we were told to do that, and we are doing that. The gospel is being preached in these places that are mentioned in the Bible. It, I mean, it is just so exciting to see that God is alive and well on planet Earth, transforming lives, changing lives in a mighty way. So we're broadcasting there. Now, if you look on here, we have three towers that are predominantly have the red in them. Those are our three that are on the air right now. We are planning on building two more stations up in northeastern Iraq, one to reach the Kurds in that part of the uh, country where they speak in the Kurdish language, and the other one to broadcast over into Iran. And then another station south of Baghdad, and that will reach uh, the area of uh, Kurdistan, well, uh, Hilla, and uh, that is near ancient Babylon where Babylon was, and we're going to reach Al-Najaf and Kerbala, which are the holy cities of the Shia Muslims. We're going to be able to preach the gospel in the two holiest cities. It's like going into Mecca and Medina for the other Muslims. I mean, we're going to pound the gospel in. We already broadcast the gospel into Mecca and Medina. Folks, you know, we have to quit thinking small. God wants you to think big. Do you understand what I'm saying? We limit God. 
How do we limit God? We limit God by our unbelief. God is God. So let God be God in your life. Let him transform your life. You say, Brother Zaris, how are you doing all this stuff? I'm not doing it. God's doing it. I couldn't do any of this. I don't have that kind of power. I don't have that kind of insight. I mean, I didn't even know all these things about these areas until God said, open the door. And he opened the door and we found out about it and we walked through the doors that God opens up. Folks, God wants to use you more than you want to be used of God. It really is important. You're training to be used of God. So let God use you in a mighty way. Okay? Now I want to show you this. You know, we get into all crazy kind of circumstances. Usually, I, preacher, I'm, I'm building a radio station, and I've got to raise $100,000 to build the station. Now, I've got that down sort of pretty good now, you know, $100,000. You just got to be a good beggar. <laughs> you got to know how to ask. You know, you have not because you ask not, so you just keep asking and everything. Well, earlier this year in Iraq, the Iraqi government that's all Muslim shut down our, our radio stations. They just shut them down. And they said, you haven't paid your radio fees. They said, you owe $150,000. Well, that'll hit you real good. That's the first time I got hit that I owed $150,000. And while I was trying to figure that out, and Brother Fregali, my partner in ministry in that part of the world, we were trying to figure it out. Our other partner, Pastor Maher, preacher, he just went into action. He had some money saved, not a lot. And he contacted, though he was off the radio, he contacted the, the people who listened to our three radio stations there. And he said, we need money. And we need money right away. And he raised $42,000 in just a short period before we even knew he had the money. Pastor Wayne. And he went into the government. And he did what every Baptist ought to do. He negotiated. <laughs> and they took the $42,000 gladly. And our stations are back on the air. Praise the Lord for that. So we've got three stations going. But in the middle of all this, Brother Fagali and Pastor Mayher came to me with a, with a vision to do something. And they said, I'm going to speak as if I'm Brother Fagali, Brother Zadis, Brother Zadis, we want to do something. We want to tell you about it. We want to build a Christian school in Baghdad. Now, I've pastored. I pastored for 21 years, and uh, 16 of those years I was in Aurora, Illinois, in Fox River Valley Baptist Church, and we had a Christian school. And I know Christian schools cost. They don't pay. And that's, that's what my idea was. It's just a lot of money, and you've got to be raising a lot of money. I said, no, guys, 
you know, God called me to build radio stations and reach people with the gospel. But Brother Fagali insisted. He said, let me explain. They don't have Christian schools in Baghdad. They, they don't have any schools. And so if we start a Christian school, the people will pay to send their children to the Christian school. It was getting interesting, Pastor. I said, how much will they pay? Oh, we will only charge them $2,000 a year. Most schools, private schools in Iraq, $4,000 a year the parents are paying. And they want their children educated. I said, $2,000. He said, yes. And he said, now listen, we, as long as we raise the money for the, build the buildings, and it'll give us a place for our church to meet, a very nice place in the school auditorium, sanctuary. He said, we'll pay all the teachers, we'll pay all the utilities, we'll pay all the upkeep, we'll pay all the government fees, annual fees, to keep our radio stations on, not three, but all six of them, and we'll raise enough money to pay all the fees, Brother Zaris, that CRI is raising $1,500 a month per station every month of the year. We'll raise enough money to cover all those fees so you can use that, that money, monthly money, on another project. I said, where do I sign? Where do I sign for this? So we took the leap. Preacher, in the first few weeks, we had $300,000 raised. We've got a matching fund right now of 50000 A church is going to match if, if we can raise another 50000 And Barb, how much do we have of that? We're halfway to that. At least twenty-five. At least twenty-five of that. So we're almost to 400000 and we just started. There's a God in heaven. And some guy, sometimes God just pushes us right up to the edge. So we got to really pray and we really got to say, God, what do you want? And God didn't want to shut our radio stations down. God wanted us to build a Christian school to train Iraqi young men and women, give them the gospel and train them to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. See, God is God of the impossible. And he takes situations that we go, Lord, why are you doing this to us? No, God isn't doing anything to us. God wants to use us. Just be pliable. Just be usable in God's hand. He wants to use you in a mighty way. So God is not willing that any should perish. And I'm going to just say these real quick. There are no closed countries. <laughs> Islam is not the fastest growing religion in the world. Christianity, Bible-believing Christianity is. And it's time. It's time for us to reach the world. Let me talk to you real quickly about one other location. And that's the Philippines. We have been working in the Philippines for many years now, and God has just really blessed and opened up opportunities. Uh, Rick Martin is, is our key man that we're working with right now. Rick is a veteran missionary. He lives like a Filipino. 
He's been there for 41 years, doesn't even own an automobile. I mean, he lives like a Philippine. Last year I was with him and, and I just put my hand over on his side and preacher, all I got was bones. I mean, I couldn't believe it. The, the man is sacrificial. He loves his people. He lives like his people. He's, he's the ultimate missionary, just a great guy. Well, the government, uh, uh, President Duarte had a problem in 2017. In 2017, the city of Marawe City, where the little red dot is in the Philippines, in Mindanao, which is the southernmost big island of the Philippines that's predominantly Muslim, they, they revolted. They declared their independence of the Philippines. They said, we are no longer part of the Philippines. We are a free Islamic state and the Philippine government does not control us. This is the flag they put up in Marawi City. And they revolted against him. The, the Philippine army went into the city and the Muslims torched the city. You see this? That's not by the Filipinos, a Filipino army. That's the Muslim terrorists that, that wanted to set up their Islamic state. They said, if we can't have it, we'll burn it down. And so they set the city on fire. The Philippine Air Force bombed Muslim hideouts, and they usually hide out in their mosque, and that was not a safe zone. They retook the city of Marawi City. Go ahead, Barb. So the president contacted my good friend, Rick Martin. President Duarte said, I need your help. When your president calls, you listen. And what did he want? He said, I want you to build a Christian radio station in Marawi City. And so what are we going to do? We're going to build a Christian radio station in Marawi City to reach the people in that area with the gospel of Jesus Christ. In 2019, we built four new stations in the Philippines. And uh, so we have six stations in, on these islands, uh, independent Baptist Christian radio stations. We're building five more as soon as the Philippines open up. We already have raised the funds. And uh, Brother Rick will tell us what, which preachers we're working with, and we'll build the stations. And uh, by the time that's done, we'll have 11 Christian radio stations to reach the 105 million Filipinos in the Philippines. Today in the Philippines, there's about 15 million believers out of 104 million people. If the Philippines could grow at a rate of 20, the Christians, Filipino Christians, could grow at a rate of 20% per year, by 2025, there could be 30 million Christians in the Philippines. By 2030, 60 million Filipinos could be saved. I'd love to see that happen because by then, the Philippines would turn from being a Catholic nation to be a born-again Christian nation. And that's what we need to do. Strategically plan on converting countries to Jesus Christ. Not just individuals, but countries to Jesus Christ. So pray for the Philippines to turn from a Catholic country to a Christian country. CRI has been broadcasting um, 
now for 16 years. We're in 137 countries broadcasting to four, potentially four and a half billion people. Young people, I want you to understand something. God is the God of the impossible. And he wants to take your life and he wants to use it. You be pliable. Just say, Lord, what would you have me to do? And God will do some mighty things.